I declare closed the 70th session of the General Assembly. There's a sense of deja vu here. With the reform negotiations now rolling over to the new session of the General Assembly with little substantive progress achieved in the last. Mogens Lickertoft is the outgoing president of the General Assembly. I feel personally the same kind of impatience with these intergovernment negotiations as you express. But, I mean, we have to realize that when it has been moving so slowly over the last couple of decades and not co uh, uh, led forward to a result yet, it's because it takes a two-third majority that's stipulated in the Charter. It takes a two-third majority in the General Assembly and the ratification among the present permanent five to change anything about the Security Council. And I, I think most people realize how much of a cash 22 that is. So while there is broad consensus among member states that the Council should better reflect the geopolitical realities of the world we currently live in, there is very little consensus on what a reformed Council should look like. The Africa Group, for example, has stood firm on its demand, as articulated in the Ezulwini consensus, for two permanent seats with veto powers as long as the veto exists. But diplomats here say that group itself is struggling to agree on the countries that would fill those two seats. The questions of more permanent members and veto has, for the reasons I mentioned first, been very, very difficult. And I don't think that there will be a reform of the Security Council before at least two-thirds of the member states come together not on wishing reform, but on a particular model, and engage with the present permanent five and how to, to do it. Other groups include the G4, consisting of Germany, Japan, India and Brazil, who all want permanent seats. The Uniting for Consensus group, led by Italy, does not support an expansion of the permanent category at all, while the L69 group of developing nations wants each category expanded. The permanent five members support reform to varying degrees, but largely remain non-committal on the specifics. Likatoft explains further. There are good sketches around for compromise models, but nobody has been really willing to make a compromise yet. Uh, I mean, the elders, Kofi Annan and, and associates, have brought forward ideas and so on and so forth. Mm. But you need the large majority of the member states of this organization should come together on a particular model as the first necessary step for moving this process to an end. A strong voice in the intergovernmental processes that birthed the Paris Climate Change Agreement and the Sustainable Development Goals, Ban Ki-moon remains comparatively absent from the reform debate, often only responding to direct questions on the issue. His spokesperson Stefan Dujrik disagrees. The Secretary General uh, throughout his tenure uh, and probably more so recently than, than before I think has spoken out uh, on the need for, uh, for reform, whether it's on the need to reform the Security Council or how the General Assembly uh, does, uh, goes about its, its working methods on the issues of consensus. Just because he doesn't have a mandate doesn't mean he can't speak to these issues. 
hopes that the historic 70th anniversary of the founding of the United Nations would deliver a reformed council have now officially come and gone. Over 130 heads of state and government, including President Jacob Zuma, will participate in the general debate starting on Tuesday, September 20th. I'm Sherman Bricepees in New York.